0: Hey everybody, this is Andy Klonfilter.
1: And this is Issa Monahan,
0: And you're listening to 90s Court.
1: And don't we sound sharp tonight.
0: We sound so spiffy. So spiffy. So we we decided that the old Skype routine had run its course, and so we're trying something new today. Uh, Hopefully you all can provide some feedback on it, tell us how it sounds by comparison, and hopefully it is better uh, than what we had been doing.
1: Yeah, because remember, we are long-distance podcasting from Illinois to Texas, yes. so we have been recording over Skype, which is like a fun way to see each other in converse. Yeah. but yeah. in the long run, it sounds like we're talking into canned corn, and yes. so I feel like we could do better, and so we're trying something new tonight, so there we are. And
0: especially when we be talking over each other, like, man, it's just, it. basically, if you talk over it at the same time as somebody else, it's just like...
1: That's <laughs> true. Also, it's you can hear me drinking wine much more clearly now. <laughs>
0: Which is okay. really what the audience has been like. Can we get more ASMR wine content going on <laughs> on the show? Um,
1: yeah, I can start. I can go get some cheez real fast. Yeah, please And make this a real party. Get so. it
0: really, just really get it started. So while I'm doing my court case part, you can just chomp the whole time. Um, um, so yeah, so uh, this podcast is actually not about um, talking about the podcast. <laughs>
1: It could be. We could go on about six more minutes. We could let,
0: you guys want to hear more about the the under undergarments of the of the podcast and how they work. Um but no, at least I, I forgot. I didn't I'm so rude me not to ask how was your week?
1: Um it was I it was good. It was hot. It, That's it, it was a it hit believable check it, check it out.
0: statement. It is
1: October 6th. It hit 100 degrees where I live today. What? Tomorrow it will be 76. Hallelujah.
0: It got, I was gonna say it got chilly in Illinois here uh, over the past couple of days like not in a bad way just kind of like oh I might actually have to wear like a light windbreaker or something like that but <laughs> pull uh, out
1: your your UFO pants.
0: Yeah yes get the UFO <laughs> pants on just throw them over my whole body.
1: Yeah. Um, so what about
0: you Oh you know I so I kind of mentioned I don't want to go on about this but I had a, a fun uh, ordeal with a tooth. Um, it has been killed, murdered and destroyed. Um, the tooth is no longer with us, um, and uh, I, I told people in, the, in our one of our um, group chats on Twitter uh, about, that's a podcast group, that I, it was my shit-kicking tooth, um, and, it's, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's been really hard letting it go like that, but, um, but uh, it's, you know, so I've just been dealing with that and, you know, pain medication, things like that, so. Sounds like an event. Um, yeah, it has been, but well, hold on. Yeah, but we just started talking. No, we can't. I understand. Oh, you're excited about this one? And I should be too?
1: I'm surprised we can't hear him with I this know, new it's audio. Weird. <laughs> I,
0: I, but you have to understand, it's just my mic, and so like I do a, I have great audio that just yeah. doesn't pick up any other sounds. Listen, Finiscule, if this is not the best court case ever, I'm going to throw you out the fucking window. How's that sound? Let's do it. Okay, he's he's scared. So let me let me grab this <laughs> okay real quick. Crumple, 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 crumple. Oh my god.
1: Say it ain't oh so. My god.
0: Say it ain't so. Venus I apologize. I did you <laughs> wrong, my man. This is phenomenal. So, uh Lisa, audience, I think it goes without saying that something just came across my desk. da da pam
1: i'm ready it's sunday night we record sunday nights i'm sunday, ready
0: sunday some sunday. people
1: have football i have
0: 90s court this is 90s court she just sits around all day doing research and studying so lisa i gotta tell you i gotta break the news to you we got a dope court case this week um we have been teasing it all week
1: mm-hmm. so
0: it's a little less believable that i didn't know about it until this moment but um we've been holding off on doing these for a long time because we're like we want to let these out only in, in uh only in times of great um, emergency do we do we bust out one of these. And we decided, we're like, it's time. We need to bust out one of the big guns. Mm-hmm. So this week, audience, we will be doing presenting the court case of Rocco's Modern Life versus Ren and Stimpy.
1: I don't think the audience is ready. How can you possibly be ready for this? How, could, how can you possibly be asked to choose between Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy?
0: It's... It's it's a real like, Sophie's choice. I think that's that's a thing, right? Sophie's choice. Sophie's for choice. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, where you have to decide on which which whether to kill yourself or the child. Cool. <laughs> Whoa. So basically the same thing. I, that's what I think. Somebody told me that's what Sophie's choice is. I don't know if that's accurate. Um however, um yeah, I do like the fact that we always are like we're going to sp- we're going to just sneak and let people know during the episode what the, what it's going to be. When it's like the episode title is. <laughs> just think yeah. So. No, no surprise. surprise we yeah.
1: Well, you got, you got to um, hook and you got to hook them and then release them into the beauty that is this episode. And boy, this, him... this is a big one. We're doing things a little differently tonight. Are we not? Yes. Okay. Tell,
0: yeah. Tell us about so, that.
1: So instead of doing a lot of really cutesy other segments, we understand mm-hmm. how important Rocco's modern life and Ren and snippy were to all of you. And if they weren't just go Everyone. ahead and cancel the episode tonight, just come back next week it. because you're doing us wrong. Um, This these shows were monumental to any '90s kids, right? And so, as a result, we are dedicating the entire episode to this court case because both shows are so amazing that they deserve all the attention, all the talk, all the reminiscing. We need to do this. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say without further ado, my man Andy, my Mandy. (laughs) Shall you? A
0: courteous (laughs) triple hand gesture bow. Uh, thank you so much, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, So I, um, as you may have guessed, which would be weird, how would you guess this? Mm-hmm. I'll be presenting a court case on Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. Rocco's Modern Life!
1: Now let it go. I want to go on the record and say I love both these shows tremendously. I think we both love Same. both shows. So Same. it's not a matter of like, they're both rad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully people will understand that and not disparage us. But how can you think that one's better than the other one? I'm like, listen, like yeah i do think i don't think i do think mine's better <laughs> but um i will watch the shit out of both of these and in fact we both have
1: <laughs> we um, didn't watch
0: both of them i was gonna say but... if you want
1: to ask how my week was it was it was psychotic with how much I wa- there are five seasons of ridden and Stimpy, and i have watched almost all of them and my brain is like one big scream <laughs> right now so. yes
0: So, and yes, and I, and there were so many seasons of Rocco, I was not able to go through all of them, but I did, um, I did purchase because I'm a, I'm a good boy and I buy things. Mm -hmm. So I bought, um, the first three seasons of Rocco's Modern Life. I bought two and then I got the third one today because I was like, I need more of this. Like Mm -hmm. that was the thing is I was hooked and I needed more. I was going into the, to detox from from Rocco. (laughs) Um, So this show, for those of you who do not know, it was not amongst – so as many know, Nicktoons was an invention that came out in 1991. Um, That was the release of – was it 91 or was it 93?
1: It was 91.
0: Yeah, it was 91. Mm -hmm. That's when Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy burst onto the scene, just exploded Mm -hmm. um, onto the scene, and were just like, what's up? Um, And I guess – People must have just been kind of like, listen, like this is good. Like, can you give us more than just these? Um, and so the time came in 1993 when the Earth stood still. Oh boy. And <laughs> and our boy Joe Murray um, said, "Cometh into my bosom, I bring you great tidings." <laughs> Of joy and wallabies, <laughs> and wallabies, um, and, and wallabies, and that is how uh, we came to. That's how Rocco's Modern Life came into being. Um, it was in September 18th of 1993, the greatest day. So I, and that was the great thing was. Recently, just on Twitter, like people, there's people who always like share like on this day stuff, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, so there's been like that. a barrage, a barrage of stuff in September, especially in August, that were um, a lot of firsts for things. And rocco's Modern Life came out at this time. But that
1: makes sense because that's whenever um, the fall lineup is released. So that makes exactly. total sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, so the show, the show came out. Um, and like I mentioned, Joe Murray, he pitched the show, um, to them. He had a pilot that actually came out in 1992. And it's funny because like I remember like I I went through later and found out which one was the the pilot because usually you can tell immediately what the pilot was, yeah. um, but like the show is just so random and out of order like you, like which is fine because there's no like the only thing that matters is there's a few times where it's like didn't he already get fired from that job and now he's getting fired <laughs> again I'll talk about that more but like for the most part the order of it did not matter because they it was there was no continuity whatsoever.
1: But isn't that what makes like, a great show? There doesn't have to be yeah. anything. It's like just give us snippets. Just just give us exactly. just give us chaos in this span of about twelve minutes. Call yes. it a day. Who cares? Yeah. kill yeah, kill exactly. Spunky and like, bring him back. It doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> Poor Spunky, don't kill him. So um, so yeah, so so basically, this show was it was a. Um, It was the one that came after Ren and Stimpy. I think the most comparable show to it, though, prior to this was Ren and Stimpy. Like, it was like Ren and Stimpy 2.0. I know you'll beg to differ, but here I am. Oh, no, no,
1: no. I Um, absolutely agree. Because, I mean, it's along the same lines. It's not, I wouldn't say it has the same kind of, like, super... Yes, it's less demented. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: It's more it's more like like goofy, crazy, wacky, weird and less disgusting. Like a lot of the times like somebody actually was saying recently I just talked to them about um Ren and Stimpy and they said like yeah they were like it was the way that like the smallest difference is like when when in Rocco's modern life the amount of physical violence that happened in the show was absurd like just everybody just getting the shit kicked out of them yeah. constantly in this show um and it's like you know people's brains get pulled out their eyes get pulled out the biggest difference between Rocco and Stimpy is that if they showed an eyeball getting pulled out in rock and Stim- Stimpy it would be like the veiniest most specific like yellowish like nasty eyeball imaginable versus Rocco they're just like oh it's just an eyeball like it's just it's a normal thing it's just getting pulled out or whatever yeah um, or the brain has less detail. It feels like Rand and Stampy. They're like, we want to make people vomit. Well, that's that's called Even the that's like forget.
1: that's that's Spunko, totally Spunko era. Spunk-o. That's what they do. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, so it is funny though. Like, because I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, violence and stuff like that, always totally fine. Everybody's like, please give me more violence. It's fine. Um, but, but it is funny. There's like multiple times where they joke about saying the word hell. Um, like, because they're getting right, like, getting something would naturally be it. It'd be, but then it would do heck or something like that. He's like, heck, wait, isn't it? And he, and he's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and, <he stopped> him. <laughs> and it's funny to me that, like, stuff like that was the way, like, the the prioritization of, like, what was important for kids and everything like that is always just tickles me about what's okay and what's not. Mm, um, okay. And they did, quote unquote, hide a lot of sexually suggestive things, except something that I brought up to you <laughs> when I was watching it. There's this episode where they... And we'll talk more about that episode later. But there's an episode where um, Spunky is in love with a mop. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spunky, in multiple scenes, like he's in like some sort of a closet or something like that, and Rocco comes up to the door and he hears like...
1: Oh, yeah. yes, and be, Like a yeah. like boning music sound. It's not in my show notes, but before I forget, I wanted to say, I, I was thinking of you when I was watching all my episodes because I didn't remember that Rin's hand was often used like in a closed door with something else. And like, something was just having sex with it behind, like with his hand, like other <laughs> hand. God, up their no. And it would just always have this do not disturb button on the door. And he would just have this really defeated face. And I was like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going yeah, on? It's like,
0: we just need a bone run real quick. Yeah, no big just deal. Just his hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's funny, like, like what they prioritize and everything in this, but, um, there, you know, one, th- one thing that was kind of like, there's different themes and stuff like that in a lot of episodes, like, it's always weird because there was no consistency of on who was, like, who was okay to, to get, like, fucked up, like, by fucked up, I mean, like, beat up or, like, have terrible things happen yeah. to them, like, because, like, one episode, Rocco will just be getting, like, it's like, oh, look how funny it is, Rocco's getting the shit kicked out of him, oh, nothing's going his way, that's so funny, the next one, it'll be Heifer. The next one, it'll be, you know, some poor random guy. Mr. Bighead. oh, my God, Mr. Big Head got messed up. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of like when there's the lesser of two evils, because, like, if Rockwood and Mr. Big Head are together, it's absolutely going to be Mr. Bighead getting screwed. Yeah. You know? Um, but a lot of the times, um, Heifer ended up being the source of a lot of suffering in the first couple seasons. And I did notice a change from season two to season three. Um, yeah. Okay. A couple things. So one of which is it felt like they invested a little bit more in making it a story and like um, some a little bit more about the characters um, versus just like, hey, here's a series of events that are happening, which may I just say the series of events that they came up with in this show were amazing, like the writing and everything like that, which sounds crazy. But like the way they'd inject this like super memorable joke into a show that could have just as like it was it was irrelevant to the show. Like it'd just be like, oh, they're walking up to a building, and then they show like some random character like making a joke or something like that, mm-hmm. and then they then they enter the building, and it had nothing that character had nothing to do with the rest of the show.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But they basically it's one of those things where I'm pretty sure he just had so many ideas and was just pumping them out. I I, I need to find a place to put this in the sh- in the show, you know. Yeah. And uh, but but one thing I noticed one of the trends was that Heifer, um, especially early on, was. Like, I mean, he's a glutton. Like, that's absolutely his number one thing is that he just eats everything. He's lazy. Um, he's obviously fat. He's a cow. Um,
1: he's a steer. He would do. He's a steer. Exactly. Steer. I'm sorry, that's true. They like, didn't specify.
0: They're like, no, it's a steer. steer. <laughs> they're the, the cattle ranch one where he's like, like, no, you're a steer. That's right. Um but uh, there's different ones where like he'd end up screwing over Rocco like so bad like when he's trying to set up Rocco on dates that was the one where Rocco lost his shit the most I think. He was trying to set the Rocco episode. up on all these different dates. He got it, sent out these letters for him and everything like that. And then um, he even then like at the end of the show like after all the dating dates didn't work out, um, he then like um, his his next door neighbor. Um, Let me see. Who was that? Melba Toast. I was going to say. I was going to say. He was in
1: love with the neighbor. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who you would only. You didn't ever see her. You just saw her leg or something like that. But she had a boyfriend. So, like, he's like, fine. I'll just let that go. But I'll just continue to have that be like a crush or whatever. And meanwhile, Heifer's like, I got the ultimate solution for you. He's like, I ended up putting. He had, like, a front-page article, like, on all of these, um, like, on the newspaper and everywhere, basically, Mm -hmm. that, hey, like, you know, Rocco loves Melba. And then, and Rocco was so embarrassed, and then he, um, he was like, we just have to, like, she won't read the paper. And then he looks out the window, and she's reaching out for the paper and getting ready to pull it in. And then he's, like, then, like, a few minutes later, he's, like, screaming because she's, like, running into the car with the boyfriend and driving away. And, uh, and he j- just goes nuclear on Heifer. Um, but, uh, of course Heifer, this is the thing is Heifer never apologizes for any of this shit. Like he never genuinely apologizes. but Rocco is just such a good dude mm-hmm. because Rocco is like, because he's like, he just makes like pouty face or whatever. And he's like, man, I was just trying to help Rock.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Rocco is the most forgiving dude ever. And I love, you know what I, I know that sounds weird, but like I've kind of told people that's the reason I parks and rec for example is because like they aren't actively trying to be mean to each other they're just trying to help but doing it really badly um like versus a lot of shows where it's just friends being dicks to each other or or a bunch of characters being rude to each other all all the time. can
1: we do a one sentence 90s court which is a 2000s court parks and rec or the office
0: oh god you can't make me i i
1: I mean, Here's like, the thing. that. thing. I've
0: watched The Office more times, but, like, I watched The Parks and Rec the entire time through, and I thought it was a better show. Well,
1: that's fair. There it is. All right. Into that, guys. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Thanks.
0: Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to get. Hopefully, I don't get too much guff oh, for you that. you will. Anyways, you'll you'll um, get doxxed. <laughs> I'm sure. I know. And that's the thing is, I love both shows, and it's an impossible <laughs> choice. You just. i
1: mean. I'm a mean. It's kind of like I'm this choice, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you don't give your opinion. Mine's The Office, I,
1: plain and simple. I
0: figured as yeah. much. Um, <laughs> But, um, but Heifer this thing is they always cared about each other a lot. Rocco cared a lot about Heifer. Rocco cared a lot about Spunky and they all cared about each other. And I thought that was super cool. Despite the fact that like they end up like damn near killing each other. Like, and they should be dead so many times over. There's so many, so many things that should have been, but I like, I appreciate whenever they, they take a comedy thing and then at least have it be like a, you know, forgiveness thing and everything like that. Because again, like they're both broke. They're like doing their fuck, you know, they're doing their fucking best out there trying to make it in the world. And, and, the fact that like listen like if we can't have each other's back like who can even if heifer just fucks it up constantly yeah um so let's see
1: did heifer have a job
0: uh, he did <laughs> here's the thing he didn't. he didn't um he was lived at his parents house with with uh with the wolf family which i'm gonna yeah. get to them because i love the i wolf love family. those
1: episodes yeah yeah oh, okay but i should so, remember um, if he had one or not he did not yes
0: yes he did not have a job, but there was an episode where he did flipping
1: burgers at a burger place. He ended
0: up he ended up um being told basically that he had to get a job. Oh yeah. And so he went and got a job as a security guard at the mall <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that or some episode. business. Yeah. And like he just like was losing his mind. And that's the one where he's riding around on a tricycle mm-hmm. for like a like a little uh big wheel or yeah. whatever. And uh and then he ends up there's some shining scenes in that one and everything like that too. Um like I said, this is all very fresh because I did just watch that episode like today. Yeah. So um so yeah, so he definitely had a job in one, but it's kinda one of those things where like he's Heffer is like lovable but but just fucking worthless. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just sounds like um, me.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think they
0: kind of made like try to make a lot of characters very relatable to people because like like I have a bit of Rocco, Filbert, and Heffer in all in all of me, but I will say the crazy thing and I'll go more about this later, but the fact that Filbert is considered to be, like, such a staple of the show, and yet, like, aside from, I think, like, one cameo in an early episode of season two, and then the final episode of season two, um, basically, and I'll go over that episode in particular later, but he, um, he basically just wasn't in the show, like, at all, like, despite the fact that they showed him, um, numerous times like on the you know when the preview thing mm-hmm. comes out or whatever like the the opening thing they always have filbert running up to the tv and get smashed but yet he just wasn't really in the show before um before that it was pretty much the heifer rocco and uh and uh, spunky show okay. pretty much the whole time um so let's see so i will say this this is my one critique it's not even a negative critique just a funny observation the show 100% gave up on trying to main any, maintain any consistency with anything things in the entire show. It just basically, like I mentioned about the thing about the, the job thing, mm-hmm. because like he, there was an episode where he got fired from his Mega Comics job, and I'll go over that episode a little bit later. And then he ended up going to kind of a that lot of a comics bit, yeah. yeah. after this long episode of going through all these different jobs, got kind of a lot of comics. He then, in a later episode, got fired... Um, for, uh, basically he, he became the boss temporarily and then he hired Filbert per- temporarily at the end of season two.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and then he turned it into the nightmare boss. And then when the actual oh, boss right. came back, he said like, you got to fire him. And he's like, no, if he goes, I go. And so he fired both of them. And then like two episodes later in season three, he's working at kind of a lot of comics again.
1: That's gotta be <laughs> so that's, like, it's gotta be one of those things that the the creators are like, Look, these this show is for kids. Kids don't give a shit about continuity. Exactly. Nobody
0: gives a shit. Like that's and, the, then, th-
1: and then and then if there is a parent paying attention and I'm, I'd be highly surprised if there was, who was like, oh, excuse me, two episodes ago, he was fired from kind of a lot of comics. Yeah. I don't think they'd probably be like, well, yeah, of course you go back to your bullshit job. Just like you go back to your bullshit boyfriend. Yeah. Like this is what you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We've already got a design for kind of a lot of comics and we have a, we have a joke in this episode about it. Yeah. So let's do it. Yeah. Um, and, and that boss is the one there and, and that, and everybody really liked that boss. Yeah. So, um. and then additionally, the big thing was this is that, and this is, again, I could give less of a shit, but like, Every time they will go from one frame to another
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and the entire room has changed. Like every, it happened every (laughs) fucking episode, like multiple times, every episode, like, like the toilet seat was down. Nope. It's not, not anymore. And now it's like, or there's like, there was a massive pile of garbage in this room. Just kidding. Here's a, we went, we turned the other way and we came back and the garbage is gone. Like everything was moved around like all the time, constantly. Like, and again, Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that I could not give less of a shit about it. It's just funny that like, I'm like, you just you have a picture of it you just drew that one why don't you just do it again and i guess they're just like nah, fuck it let's just make the floor i I have a feeling
1: that's just something they were doing just to be funny like we're just gonna fuck with this like we have who cares you know i bet you that's what they did that would be endearing to me that they would be like no we're just gonna completely fuck the seat around be like like, do you think anyone's gonna notice that the toilet seat was yeah maybe in 2019 during a podcast about this decade yeah
0: only then we're the first (laughs) ones yeah. Um, so let me go through some of the characters yeah, and everything like that here. So we got Rocco. Yep. He's a wallaby. My main man. He's the main character. Heifer. He's a steer. Not a not a cow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My main man. Filbert, <laughs> again, didn't come around permanently until season three. Um, just was featured a few times. Um, he is one of my most endearing things. And turn the page, wash, wash your hands. Hand. And fish sticks are some of the like most quotable <laughs> lines, too. Yeah. So it is just funny to think, wow, I can't believe he didn't come around in permanence until the third season. Spunky, of course. Rocco's dog. Plenty of um, episodes surrounding him as well as his parasites. Um, which, honestly, those parasite episodes were pretty good. Um, I'll go over those. There's uh, Bloaty, Bloaty the Tick and Squirmy the Ringworm.
1: <gasps> yes! Uh, it was
0: like it's like they're supposed to be like they on his in like one time it was on his back and one time it was in his intestines. Ugh. Um, we had a couple episodes with with them as the the main characters where you're kind of like going back and forth between yeah them yes their thing and then actual real life
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Ed and Big Ed and Bev Bighead again. I'm not gonna go over anything anybody that came out in later seasons because I don't remember them. I know Ed and Bev Bighead had a son um who who had a um, who had a TV show. Um, oh yeah. And then, that's, oh, and that was kind um, of a big series of the, Uh Don't tell me. Yes. Don't tell me.
1: What was the name of the show? Don't tell me. I just watched. And they, they brought it back in the, the revamp.
0: In the new one. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I can tell you what. I don't have his name in front of
1: me. I, I can see them. They look like two. Oh, I, like, I have it now. Go ahead. What is it?
0: It's, it's Ralph Bighead.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Not the name the name of the show he made.
0: Oh, the Fat Oh,
1: you may have already said that. No, that's fine. Heads. Well, uh, yeah, heads. I might
0: have made him. but yeah, heads, yeah. So he made the fat heads, and the fat heads came around also in season three. Mm. That's the first time you even really saw it. Which it's funny because like before they unveiled, hey, this is a parody of the big heads. Like it was weird. They're like, why is this show exactly like the big heads? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of a cool thing, like a reveal later. So uh, Bloody the tick and squirmy the ringworm. Uh, as I mentioned, those were things that were parasites on on him um chuck and leon chameleon like they were kind of featured as like supposed to be big characters in the intro like to the show every time
1: but oh, yeah, like the they gym didn't guys. really do much for
0: me yeah the gym guys yeah and they came up in some other ones like they were working at the dmv one time that's the great thing is <laughs> everybody works everywhere like if they're main character they will work anywhere yeah um earl who was the massive mean bull mean purple pick uh bulldog that fucked shit up oh, yeah um, he was only in a few episodes but evidently he was in the the trailer or the uh the pilot not the trailer I'm um, using the pilot episode which the that's the one that aired in 1992 on MTV mm-hmm. on MTV. Um, and so yeah, so there was an a, a t- pilot episode of it which it makes sense that it'd be on MTV not on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um and that was that was the episode where it was it was Garbage Day. Um and Garbage Day they basically like they were trying to get this big cube of garbage. He was like, "Oh shit, they the the garbage men finally got their license back. I need to get all this garbage out here." So he's gathering up everything. And of course, um he ends up getting spunky ends up getting into the trash compactor um and is basically a part of this cube of garbage yeah. and then it's the whole thing of him trying to get past the dog so he's on the roof with a fishing line trying mm-hmm. to like wheel it out to the garbage truck that's also s- sentient okay um and uh and then the garbage can the garbage thing eats it and then he realizes, oh shit spunky's in there and he tries to pull it back and then he ends up getting fighting at at the dog um and apparently yeah that was the that was the the uh the pilot, but it didn't come out till season two. Okay.
1: Um,
0: which is weird that they kind of waited that long. Um, Gladys the Hippo Lady, which I would never really know her name, but she's the very large woman who <gasps> Yes, is with this their, alien the, in the little first like season.
1: flower sunglasses, and she's always
0: Woo! Yeah, she's always in but, it and yeah. she's always the, sitting Like on her someone. literal purpose her literal purpose for being was to have <gasps> Rocco run into and her accidentally had, grow I'll her.
1: dare you <laughs> How Dare you?
0: Yes. yes. And then she beat the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> as you do. Um.
0: As I mentioned, as I mentioned, Melba Toast, yeah. um, was the next door neighbor. She didn't really get addressed much later on. Really, really big man. He came up at the end of season two. Um. He's kind of like the the, the uh, powdered yes. toast man yes. of,
1: of really, the show. Really, really big
0: man. Yeah. Um. Who he saved the day whenever Rocco became the boss at um kind of a lot of comics and was torturing Filbert, mm-hmm. and then. Very, really, really big man came and basically like gave a life lessons to him using his chest hairs of truth and his nipples of the future, um, of by inserting nipples onto Rocco's eyeballs and showing him that he was going to turn into his boss. <laughs> oh, um, boy. ambulance beavers. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Is. I didn't even have to say anything. That's yes. the only note I had on them was that they just were kind of a running joke yeah. that they just always showed up. Uh, so, Granny Rocco, I don't remember. The, I didn't see any episodes with her in it, but apparently that came up later. She was kind of a, a dickhead. Hmm. Um, Dr. Paula Hutchinson Turtle, or Hutch, um, which she came in in Season 3 um, as when Filbert became prominent. Mm-hmm. She was basically Filbert's, like, love interest the entire time. And she's kind of like, she's like, oh, hey, how are you? She's, like, real sweet and really nice, and she has a hook, hook yeah, for
1: him. Canadian. Was she Canadian yeah. or midwestern
0: she, she seemed like she was canadian yeah. like I, I don't know but she seemed canadian I, they never addressed it i don't think yeah. but she she was a surgeon and then all of a sudden she's like oh i'm working at the grocery store now like again of everybody course. just works wherever the fuck they want <laughs> um let's see uh peaches which
1: oh the devil i yeah. love
0: thank you oh my god i'm so glad you remember yes. that because so peaches was the devil yeah. especially in this episode where um where heifer goes to heck um and has this whole thing with uh with peaches mm-hmm. and i'm i know this sounds crazy but like i don't laugh at laugh out loud at shows like this very much but for some reason like it just i forgot his name was peach <laughs> you did not no i did um, not and forget when he said when he said they call you can call me peaches <laughs> <laughs> and then Heffer then, then just like what yeah so so for, um, for the
1: for the audience real quick i have done zero research back on on Rockless modern life i yeah. haven't gotten to watch any so he's bringing up memories i haven't thought of in 10 15 years
0: exactly it's some things like these things that are like hidden behind a layer of like of of fruit fruit by the foot just screw it up covering it and all of a sudden we just rip out rip the layer and it comes bursting out
1: here come the beavers yeah Um, yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. and then mr smitty um who is Rocco's super angry boss at the kind of a lot of comics
1: did he have like hair plugs or something like a salamander situation okay
0: yeah so that's what that's the reason Rocco took over one day he's like I've got to get hair plugs or whatever so you're in charge yeah um so he was a dick there was another episode with him kind of featured the one where um Rocco just couldn't stop being late to work like over and over again because of traffic and shit or parking or whatever yeah. um so and then the wolf family
1: Ooh, the I want to go over
0: family. them I want to go over this specifically because my favorite character in the in the show is in the wolf family
1: can I take a guess I'm
0: sure you can take a guess you can take a guess go ahead is it grandma grandpa
1: grandma was it not grandma no it was grandpa no, it was Rocko. grandpa you're right
0: grandpa it was grandpa, grandpa that's right um yes. who in the first one it just it tickles me I, I love this thing that he does where like he's like we'll just tell him you're a coyote so like because he's it's um i'll actually just go to that episode now because that's kind of the next part the reason i didn't give a whole lot of detail beforehand so it's who's for dinner was the episode I
1: love That episode.
0: Um, yeah. So it's an early episode where heifer gets heifer invites rocco over um and we find out, for the first time, the heifer was raised by wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad's a stereotypical dick dad who loves sports and is disappointed in his kids. Uh, Mom's pretty chill and grinds her teeth constantly and is obnoxiously sweet. Um, and then there's the two kids or whatever. Like, one of them's, like, an angsty teen girl. Yeah. And one of them is a um, – just, like, a, a high school dropout guy who, like, also is on the cheerleading – in, like, cheerleading. I don't remember. Just a lot of things to make it was dad a lot. very disappointed in yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. He was um, a cheerleader. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The, yeah the scene of him coming down the stairs in the outfit yeah,
0: yeah. It's very it's a very minor scene but it's yeah. so
1: good though wow okay okay okay, okay. I'm
0: going. so anyway so but but like when they first come to the door and they say that like he said oh this is Rocco he's a he's a coyote or whatever and they're like oh great he's a coyote. um and then and then grandpa he's like he's like He's like, you can't, t- you can't let him know you're a wallaby. Grandpa hates wallabies, <laughs> and so he like, he so he sees, um, Rocco and he goes up to him and sniffs him and sniffs him and then he yeah. sniffs real hard and of course gross like yeah. he gets the eyeballs into his nostrils, and he's like, ain't no coyote, I can smell a beaver from miles
1: away. <laughs> That's right, he called him a beaver. <laughs>
0: and he calls him beaver, constantly. I love just
1: beaver. And just slapping him with the cane. Oh.
0: <laughs> yes, and so then beating good. the shit out of him. Um, yes, but anyways, and that was the one where Rocco is, like, at dinner, and it's awkward because he doesn't want to eat this, like, a live elk, basically, at the table. Um, and, uh, and in the, in the course of that, um, discovers, they discover that, uh, I'm sorry, Rocco accidentally says, I didn't realize you were adopted, Hef. Um, and everybody just falls silent, (gasps) and, like, all the clatters, because they, he didn't know he was adopted. Whoops.
1: Oh, man, I forgot Um, that. Yes. Yeah. So
0: he runs away. He goes on a binge, a binge basically of just eating food constantly and eventually is reunited with his family when he realizes his real dad is a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm not going to go over too many of these too long, but I do want to just touch briefly on a couple of sure, episodes that it. I really enjoyed uh, moments for. So, um, like I said, the pilot, Trash of Madness, was a good one. It was just interesting that it was released later. Which one? What um, Trash O Madness. Oh, Trash O' Madness. Trash Madness. Yes. So there's the... two of them. So there's Trash o, Trash o Madness, which is that's the one where it's garbage day and they have to get the garbage uh-huh. out. There's the other one, which is the one where they have that massive suck-o-matic. sucking machine. Yeah. That at the end, the end of the episode is just everybody lives inside one of these things now because they took over the world.
1: Was that an early metaphor for the phone, the iPhone? Like, now we all just live inside our iPhones.
0: Yeah, We all live inside the iPhones now, just like the Trash O or a, whatever yeah. it was. Or the, Yikes. Suck yeah, O suckomatic that's right um leapfrogs i did want to address this briefly because this episode was actually um it's crazy to me because i evidently saw this in one of the first two airings Mm -hmm. and maybe you did too this episode according to what i read um is where mrs bighead was feeling unloved by mr bighead Um, he's just being a dick and so she then decides she's going to seduce and bone down on Rocco. yes um, which, if you're thinking, man, that seems a little bit adult even for Rocco, you'd be right because Nick apparently pulled the episode after its second airing.
1: I yeah, I um, definitely saw that.
0: And it wasn't available again until it came out on Nicktoons TV, which I'm like, that can't be like, I'm not sure if they really mean just two times total it showed, but like I, evidently they they pulled it at some point. They're like, okay, we're pulling this from the rotation because, like, for some reason they thought that oh, was oh, it was such
1: a saucy something. episode. But she was always like getting yeah. you know. I, I want to say she was getting like oiled up to go sunbathing and, and always coming yeah. on to people and like real busty. Yeah.
0: Exactly. That's wow. the thing is I was like I know I've seen this episode at least like at least a few yeah. times. So, um, anyways, then um, let's see. Uh, okay, I've already gone over the power trip episode pretty well. That was the one where Rocco got turned, promoted yeah. to boss. Yeah. Um, at the place. Okay, so.
1: I mean, it was just it was Rocco, such an iconic who, give,
0: show. who gives a buck this episode? Who gives a buck? Gives a buck? This is the one where Rocco, um, like his TV falls apart, his couch falls apart, and the bowl gets microwaved of, of Spunkies. Yes. And they're like, I was we you you need you were new stuff. Talk about this had,
1: yes. Yes, 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 But yes. he
0: had no money. Yeah. And so this is an episode like the one of the most things that sticks in my brain more than anything is when he goes to the mall and buys the sad, sad, crying clown and an iron lung. Like I don't know why (laughs) like that always a sad, crying clown and an iron lung always sticks in my brain amongst everything else that he bought there on that shopping spree. Basically, the also the lesson this taught was that if you buy things with credit cards, you buy a bunch of stuff and you bring it home and that exact day. The creditors start calling you, and then they come to collect everything back the next day.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you that's know. how
0: credit cards work. <laughs> if you don't pay it off the day you <laughs> buy it, you're screwed. Twenty
1: four hours and Sorry. six million percent interest rate. Yes, of course.
0: Yeah. Um. So. Um. Let's see. So then. Um, so we talked covered a clean lovin', which was the one. That's the one where Spunky falls in love oh, yeah. with the mop. Um. And then the last one I wanted to touch was um, canned. This was an episode where Rocco gets fired from his original job at Mega Comics. Okay. Um, and this is the one where he ends up at kind of a lot of comics at the end. But in between is something that's a lot of people, I've heard multiple people reference this, and I think it's even probably a, a gif pretty often, is um, he's looking for all these jobs and he's going through the the wanted ads and everything like that. And they keep showing clips of him doing these different jobs, like a tattoo artist and like a bunch of other things. And then he also does, he's a... A sex phone worker, a phone yes. sex worker. Yes. Um, and it's just this scene where there's this sign in the background. I don't remember what it said, but it's something kind of salacious. And then he's just saying,
1: oh, oh baby. baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with Nicktoons in the early night 90- I mean, like, how can I these know. shows – they're like, okay, Rugrats, a show about babies. Doug, a show about the most G-rated white boy ever in existence. Yes. And they're like – but also written Simpy and Rocco.
0: We're also gonna go nuclear as fuck on you with these <laughs> it's shows. True. Like,
1: maybe, yeah, um, yeah, wow.
0: So, but anyway, so then I, I think the whole main part of that episode was actually he went to work at Klaglamo, which is what Ed at Big yeah. have uh, is like the boss of, and he has him basically go through all these trials of like trying these different products that were defunct, and it always worked out for Rocco, but then Ed would use it and get fucked up real bad by it. Um, he gets fired from there and ends up going to kind of a lot of comics, and uh, that's the end. So. Nice. Um, so, anyways, I, there's so much I could talk about on this show. Like, I'm literally skipping some of my notes because I realize I've probably gone like pretty long on this. So, um, but I love the show; it is so good. Um, hopefully, some of this spritz memories for all of you all as well, mm-hmm. uh, because this show is freaking baller. Did you have anything you wanted to say on this that you? You just, maybe? you
1: just. I mean, you brought up all my favorite memories. Philbert, I, the um, the mall episode where I like, that one. To me, stuck out as like the there was the conveyor belt situation. For some reason, that's really strong of a memory in my head. Yes. There's just so I don't know. My my favorite my favorite of all the Rocco's clips was some, one episode where they're on a plane and they're they're laughing about the difference uh, between yeah. coach and. And first class and whatnot. Oh,
0: yeah. The, the first class is, like, amazing. And then it's, like, chickens, this dirt. Literal like,
1: chickens. Literal chickens.
0: It's like a, a third world country, like, dirt yeah. market. But, but the the, like the
1: scene, when I think back to Rockless of Modern Life, the scene that sticks out the most to me is at, towards the end of that episode, the plane starts crashing like it starts just yeah. just crashing into the ground and they start split screening between it going down and like Rocco and, and Heifer screaming and and at what point they are stained glass like it's like them screaming yeah. and for some yeah. reason that has always stayed with me that like them just being stained glass characters for some reason yeah. so
0: that's the that, that's that's what happens when you go really fast yeah,
1: and hap- yeah of course you it's just like, yeah you lose all your oxygen you turn into stained glass science yeah
0: <laughs> so um so anyway so so thanks everybody this is like i said we're gonna we're gonna take a break here um so that way we can lisa can compose herself and gather herself in time for ren and stimpy um and i what oh no oh, you got a
1: concern no i'm just face? i'm super excited to i mean ren and stimpy formed me i yes. it is part of my dna and i like please please you know hang on till after the break because i'm so freaking stoked to talk about ren and stimpy yes. i have no idea yeah.
0: So. and and I did want to quickly say um, we're going to do a quick. Um, we have a, a another podcast we're going to be promoting on this episode as well. Um, it is the Black Case Diaries. They're really good friends of ours. They do awesome. Um, like it's a. a a group of like i think three or four, i think uh four people mm-hmm. god i'm gonna be so embarrassing like dude you've listened i've listened to so many episodes and i can't remember it's three or four i think it's four people yeah. on the episodes who basically um they go over and talk about old movies and stuff like that not super old movies but a lot of them are like from the 90s or sometimes a of tv shows from the 90s but basically things that they had on cassettes um black case exactly <laughs> so um so we're, you'll be hearing a promo from them in just one moment
1: all right see you after the break
0: all right bye, bye.
1: Hey fans of whatever podcast this is, I'm Adam, I'm Marcy, and I'm Robin, and we are The The Black Black Case Diaries. Diaries.
0: The Black Case Diaries is a movie and TV podcast hosted by three friends, us, in the exotic land of Ohio.
1: We cover any
0: topic related to film or TV. Our goal is to learn as much as we can and teach others in the process. We have something for every movie or TV fan. Movie scores? Got it. Pokemon? Got that too. Disney movies? Of course we do. Avatar? James Cameron or Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. We're working on it. If this sounds like a show for you, find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Or at BlackCaseDiaries.com. Go check out the Black Case
1: Diaries today.
0: Happy listening.
1: We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back.
0: We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back.
1: It's a, it's a, I very just copied special. you. I copied what
0: you did. I was like, I'm gonna want Lisa to take the lead here. Oh, and you're then copying gonna...
1: something that I did, much akin to how Rockles Wonder Life copied Ren and Stimpy? Ooh, oh, just hopping right, just going coming from out, the throat. Co- coming out, punching, coming out, swinging. Listen, sure. we usually after break go straight into polar souls, but honestly, like I threatened Andy's life over the break, and I said, I have to talk about Ren and Stimpy immediately, or, or this is over. It's Absolutely. like, the podcast is
0: canceled, I'm coming to Illinois, and I'm going to slit your throat in your sleep. It's
1: true. Well, guess what? I am coming to Illinois for Christmas, so get ready. Oh, I might just, I, it'll just be a couple we of weeks.
0: If we don't hang out, I'm going to lose my shit.
1: I know. No, we will. We'll even try to record a podcast in person like Yay! real people do. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what that I, would possibly what be like? a novel concept. I know. Um, okay. Andy. Congratulations, You did an excellent job presenting all the amazing details and memories of Merci beaucoup. Yes, of Water in Life. But ladies and gentlemen, bow down, because here comes Ren and Stimpy. And bow even- down
0: before the one you serve. Uh-oh,
1: my nose, it's just, oh. pretend, this- pretend it's cooler okay. than that. Um, Okay, Uh Ren Stimpy- <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, Ren Stimpy, you guys. Wow, Ren and Stimpy is so much, okay. It's so much of who I am. It explains when you find out how much of a Ren and Sippy head I am. I think it explains a lot about as to why I am the way that I am. And, um, and I will say as a 34 year old mother and a mother of three, I was watching this show over the last week and just kind of being like, (laughs) Hey, Hey, Holy shit. Parents. Um, Are you cool with letting me watch this? Like, because, because to me, I like I I was watching with my now four year old. Yeah, he just turned mm-hmm. four. Uh, and uh, or he, he, yeah, he came he came around, and I was like, you know what? We're actually not watching this together. Yeah. Um. You have like like the the cycle ends now. You don't get to watch this uh, because it's insane. You can watch it later. Um. We're just gonna jump into it, guys. I'm not gonna spend. I'm gonna try. Like the show is so amazing. I'm going to give you the details that are important because the show was awesome. And and, need- and credit needs to be given where credit is due. But what, what's up?
0: I have one question. What's up? The most important detail. Say the name of the creator for me real quick.
1: Yes, I actually wrote it down phonetically. John Creech Feluci.
0: My goodness. Well done.
1: Yeah, Creech Falusi. Yeah. I, I wrote it down so I would know You're how to do it. Doing the spelled, deep but... research on the Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm telling you, this like this was like my third parent, okay? My parents were in a triangle <laughs> marriage and, it, and the third person was, was written in Sippy. Mm-hmm. Um okay. If you are not familiar, uh, be surprised if you weren't. If you're listening to the show, Ren and Stimpy presented two characters: Ren Howick, who was a psychotic chihuahua with a severe anger management problem, and Stimpson J. Cat, also known as Stimpy, who is as stupid as every cat I've ever owned. And I love, <laughs> I, I tell love you them something? both. Yeah, what's up?
0: Until this exact moment, I forgot Stimpy was a cat. Like. <laughs>
1: What, what did you think not, he was You're like, oh, he's i just know i just
0: i it just i see the characters and i just don't even think they're so ingrained as Ren and snippy i just don't even think about their their species anymore
1: that's too bad because it's chihuahua and a cat what a gruesome doosum. um created by john creech Feluci, for former or from here on out and just known as john k um and uh for nickelodeon and it premiered on august 11th 1991 I was six years old. Um, as you said earlier, it was one of the three original Nicktoons alongside Rugrats and Doug, which is very important because they were like, here's something sweet, here's something weird, and here's and something completely batshit up. insane. What <laughs> if vomit was psychotic and the psychotic vomit was also angry? <laughs> That's what this show is. Just- um yeah john k created this out of his own personal amusement in 1978 and then over the course of the 80s created um an animation studio called spunko and um they, they started pitching this idea and it took several tries and they got it presented i think nickelodeon declined it at one point and then later on they were like you know what actually that's fine and let it in and boy was that an idea um, the idea for Ren originally came from a postcard of a chihuahua in a sweater. And he was like, What the fuck is wrong with this dog yes. in this sweater? And he was like, yeah. It's just an angry, weird animal. And it was so absurd. And then, um, and he also mashed up Ren's character with uh, c- kind of portraying him in the likeness of uh, Peter Lorre. So, I thought that way. you have to look that person up. I didn't Yeah, I literally person.
0: just signs a demented Peter Laurie.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, Stimpy, uh his inspiration came from the Bob Clampett cartoons where they would feature, you know, kind of weird, shapy characters with super shiny noses and just kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. But if you remember the show, you remember that it was extremely off-color. It was very dark. There were a lot of sexual innuendos and yep. it was just it was bizarre and aggressive. That's just the only way to say it. <laughs> Can um I- you go ahead. What's
0: Ren and, and Stimpy, bizarre and aggressive, like <laughs> the, the slogan for the show.
1: It's true, and the slogan for myself, like that's 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 me in a, in a nutshell. Um, the backgrounds were really intricately made or in, intricately animated and drawn and 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 created, but when things got intense, they would present themselves in like ink blot. You remember that, like the backgrounds would turn ink blot when things when things were getting really yeah. out of control, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you would know when things were getting kind of intense. Whatever that, that background showed up, um, it, the characters were voiced by John Kay in seasons one and two, and then Billy West took over for seasons three and five. Um, and it was an extreme. I, I may have that not exactly right. I don't want to say that he did all the voices, but he certainly did a good chunk of them. Um, and then, uh, let's see. It was an extremely meta cartoon in that it. Referenced itself a lot, you know, or it would just be like, "Hey, like that's the name of this cartoon." Like they would say the name of the the episode and then drop it. It'd just be like, "Hey," I just, I thought that was super interesting and kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but as as uh, what was I gonna say? Lost my place in my nose The the original series ended on December sixteenth, nineteen ninety five. Um, and they tried a few revivals, including Rip. an adult yeah, an adult party cartoon, uh, which I think was maybe. What was that? Who was that? I feel like I
0: heard about that. What was that? It was,
1: it was the it was the Adult Party cartoon. They that's where they they had a couple of band episodes. Oh, I was three. So they, yeah. 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 So, um, they also just just very quickly because I don't think this is super important. I never heard or played any of these games. So they came out with what was this, six seven video games from ninety two to ninety five.
0: I know I definitely played at least one of them. I don't did know if you? it was particularly good, but I did.
1: Yeah. Space Cadet Adventures, Vidiots, Stimpy's Invention, Quest for the Shaven Yaks, <laughs> uh, Buckaroos, Fire Dogs, and Time Warp. None of what those.
0: weird, like... Yeah. Like, when you're like, man, I'm going to make a Ren and Stimpy game, but I'm going to make the title of it very specific.
1: Yes. Like... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and, and you would. So... So thinking back to the show, there were a lot of characters and recurring segments. The recurring segments that I, I've kind of forgotten about because I, would, I just have these very strong memories of the show mm-hmm. in my childhood. But you would have Ask, Doctor, Ask Dr. Stupid, which was Stimpy, which was really funny to me. Untamed World was really funny. And then my favorite were probably the weird commercials like with love. Yes. Long, and then the Dog Water. Do you, so do you remember Dog memorable. Water?
0: Can you remind me of it? I just am like dog water. Burnt. It was
1: like this this fancy like 1950s couple out on a dinner on a terrace and they're like drinking out of this martini glass and it's just dog water and the product is just <laughs> it's just it's just I don't recall if it was dog spit or like the bowl of water for dog I don't remember I uh-huh. think it was dog spit but they just they really I mean it was a really fucked up show and they went for it. My favorite would be the side characters this yes. this segment I'm okay. You've got, I'll start from least interesting to most. Okay. Kowalski, who was like the large prisoner guy that I think in one episode yes. was portrayed as Ren's son or nephew or something. And um, Muddy Mudskipper. Can't forget Muddy Mudskipper. Who's the greatest mudskipper of them all? I promise I won't sing a lot tonight, but I'm probably going to sing a lot Please tonight. Do. Um Wilbur Cobb, who was the old man whose body parts just came off. <laughs> a lot. He is. we'll we'll talk about him in one episode in the later. Uh, of course, Powder Toast Man. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah, Powder Toast Man, George Licker, who was the uh the angry like biting his biting his bottom lip guy who was always like this really small man with a super yes, round no, head. I
0: know what you mean now. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. trying to picture him. Yeah,
1: yeah John uh, George Licker, he was actually the The center of their like band episodes. There was that was a super aggressive episode, and I'll talk about that later. And then my personal favorite of every side character of every show ever is Mister Horse.
0: <laughs> yes. No sir, I don't what do like you think, it. Mister Horse. No sir, I don't like I don't,
1: it. I just, I just, I think about him <laughs> probably once every other day. You know, uh, just just driving down the road, like I should be paying attention and getting us safely to where we're going. No sir, I, I don't like no, it. No sir, I don't like um, it. Okay, I spent several days recapping episodes that stuck out to me in my childhood. And I really just want to take you on a Please. quick, uh, well, maybe not quick, just a, just a nice tour of the best episodes of Red and Stimpy. Okay. Season one, episode five, Marooned. Okay. They're out in space. They get, they, they get sent out in outer space. And it was just an insane episode because what I, what I, what this presented to me, because season one, what presented to me was the, the funny, like, walking across the screen and the stuff in the background would just start repeating itself over and over again, like yeah. weird faces and like, um but this one, what stuck out to me in this particular episode was like, they're out camping on this planet that they've landed on. And yeah. Stimpy's like, wow, you got to come take a look at the moon. And he steps out and Rin runs smack face, yeah, like, right? face first into the moon. And this then, whole and thing it,
0: is like a, like a, it's a psychotic break from reality. Like this yes. entire, that episode in particular is just, fucking crazy
1: it's insane yeah so well i mean that episode in particular every episode in particular andy it's a completely batshit show this one just
0: sticks in my mind better than anyone
1: yeah you say that wait till we get through some of these because you'll be like oh my god (laughs) okay and then of course um a space alien camouflages itself as a thing that both characters desire. So for Ren, it's like a really hot, oh, saucy yes. female chihuahua, oh. and then Stimpy is a bag of kitty litter. And then, of course, yeah. it like turns into the alien that it is and starts like trying to eat them. It's like it's the best. Okay, season two, episode five. Holy shit, the haunted house episode. Okay. Do you, do you remember this episode?
0: It does, it's not—it's not as much in my mind as the other one was. But okay, the please. haunted
1: house episode. Oh, it's just they—they they drive out, and, and like you were saying with Rockers Modern Life with Ren and Snippy, the shows were just—just just just yeah. whatever they wanted to be. Here's no, the thing. no Here's continuity. The thing. Here's it doesn't things. matter. It's just the thing. The end, and they were fucking dark. Okay, haunted house. I remember this because it was kind of scary to me as a kid. Again, I was like what six, seven, yeah. eight You're years old when this was going seven on. In the first two years, yeah. yeah. Uh, the haunted house episode was pretty like it was just this poor ghost trying to scare them the whole time and failing because they're completely aloof and oblivious yes. to every thing that he's doing. The yes, ghost, yes, and so the <laughs> ghost is just getting super tired of not at the end of, towards the end of the episode he escalates things and the ghost is like, "That's it, I'm gonna get them." And he opens up this chest and he puts on a ski mask and pulls out a chainsaw mm-hmm. and goes to the bed that they're standing they're sleeping in. And is like at the edge of the bed and his eyes just turn pink, darker pink, red, bright red, the scariest red you've ever seen. And he's got this chainsaw and they're like, oh, it's a, they wake up and he's like, oh, it's a trick or treater. That's really sweet. <laughs> yes. And and then, and and then the lines in this episode, okay. He, he, the, the ghost is like beyond defeated at this point. And so he goes to the bottom of the stairs and he drops this line where he says, I can't even scare a paranoid schizophrenic. It's like, I'm sorry. Those words are in a kid's television. Yeah,
0: show? And did we just did we just establish canon that they're paranoid schizophrenic?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And so, and then the the ghost in despair is like, "There's only one thing left to do. I'm going to end it all." And then it pans out, and he's got a huge nail to his forehead, and he's got a hammer positioned like he's going to drive the nail into yeah. his forehead. It's like, which is hey, good
0: family fun.
1: Of course, who. Okay.
0: Suicide in the most (gasps) unimaginably terrible way.
1: (laughs) They just, they really, they, there was so much death and like really gruesome. Like Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't show this. I I think they understood that little kids weren't going. And and I know, I don't think I ever really gave it that much thought, but surely some kids did. And this probably Mm -hmm. fucked up a lot of kids. Um, Okay. Haunted house episode, whatever. Stimpy ends up giving him poison. He kills himself. It's, oh, he, th- cool. Then he turns into a naked black man, and so he gets he in a convertible and drives himself. away.
0: That's right, he did turn into the to the naked black man. And yeah, drove away. and he
1: plays a harp and he just drove away. <laughs> um, season two, episode five, Mad Dog Hoick. This one really stuck out to me because this is. Do you remember this? Is the wrestler? The wrestler episode? Yes, yes, the wrestling episode. They, Ren and Stimpy are wrestlers, of course. <laughs> and they go up against these two giant wrestlers. And my favorite is that Ren gets squashed between these two giant pecs. Their butt. Oh, the, the pecs. No, That's the pecs. Yeah. And, and and okay, honestly, pecs are a huge recurring theme throughout the show, which is super <laughs> weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, one of the wrestlers goes flying into the air after Stimpy and he grabs him with his, he's like flying at him with his with butt, his butt cheeks. cheeks. And his butt yes. cheeks separate and he grabs him. <laughs> And then, yes. but she shoot him down to the ground, and I was like, "Okay, that's unnecessary." Yeah,
0: yeah, but, <laughs> but here we are.
1: Okay, so what this show, with this episode presented to me, was something I noticed towards the end of the show was that when it came to ending an episode, they fucking went balls to the wall. Like they they didn't they didn't wrap it up nicely. They didn't wrap it up easily. They were like, "We're just gonna end the episode, okay? We're just ending yeah, the episode." So it, so at this episode at this point. The boy, the the other wrestler team is like giving this speech about like we're gonna find you in the streets, we're gonna kill you. Uh, and but you know at this whole point they like they've had this this mutual like we're throwing this 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 match. It's fine. And so Stimpy is like no no I want to say I want to say the nice loud things now. So he's like he's, he's like they are my friends. I am their friends. I like them. I would like an autograph That's with them. Right. And he just starts he just starts screaming. And, and this stuck out to me as a kid. He starts screaming until his tongue separates from his from the rest of his tongue. Why? It just breaks like
0: no reason. For just... no reason.
1: And then the and then he's like he's he's completely insane screaming and then he's heaving and panting and they just close the episode. And that's it.
0: They're like the end. You have to the sit end. with that now.
1: <laughs> it's like excuse sit me. Sit with that. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, season Okay, moving on to the band episode, season 2 episode 2B. Two, B a n d
0: or B-A-N-N-E-D?
1: Band is in this show. This episode is not for you, children. Oh, really? B a n n e d. Man's best friend. This is. Uh, I, I assume this is our introduction to George yeah. Liquor. Um. And he he goes to a pet store and adopts Rin and Stempy, and he takes them home, and he's like, "I'm going to train them how to be good pets." And what unravels next is some of the most fucked up cartoon I've ever seen in my life. Um he teach he begins to try to teach them discipline by forcing them to disobey him so that he, oh. so that he can punish them and yell good. at them
0: good 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 good
1: yeah so so he's like borderline abusing pets this entire episode mm-hmm. and it's completely insane and it's like you can't show this because this is just showing people how to yeah how to physically damage pets this is insane and so at one point he he's like screaming at them Get on the couch. You're never supposed to be on the couch. Get on the couch so I could show you what happens when you get on the couch. And they're like, no, 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 no. And he doesn't. <laughs> no. And they do it. And then he like rewards them with these treats that are called lawn cigars, and they just look like poops, <laughs> prepackaged. But <laughs> then, um, but the thing th- I think the thing that made this episode banned is that he he is like, I'm now I'm going to teach you guys how to attack. And so he gets dressed up in a super padded outfit, oh, yeah. and he's like come get me and Rin and Simpy's like, I am not going to do it. And Ren is like, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. And he, be- he beats this guy like to an inch of his death mm-hmm. and they show it and it's really aggressive. It's like, what is going on? I mean, not, not, not to say yeah. that like people getting beat up and like really aggressive things happening to other people was uncommon in the show. Yeah. But wow. Um, and like when it was over i was like this actually wasn't an enjoyable episode this was just yeah. kind of fucked up It's just um, very
0: vulgar and i feels like also like they bo- both like this episode like the fact that they were depicted as pets like you know versus like rocco's modern life like they're humanoids or like they're humans or whatever like there's something a little bit more terrible about being like hey this is a thing about beating your actual pets like you know it's yeah. like it's not just about like hey it's like human beings like getting into stupid situations it's a little more dark whenever it's talking like hey these are your pets and we're yeah
1: them. yeah or and then the, yeah it's just oof, it just it but i know that obviously the character being named george liquor is uh is problematic like, for i drink a lot yeah it's like <laughs> nbd um one little thing i wanted to call out on season two episode three a it was an episode uh, called out west if you remember this they were like cowboys and they were yeah. going around this one to me just seemed absurd because i don't remember this as vividly as as, um, as i thought i would but the two cowboys that ren and Stimpy end up running into basically pull out nooses and pull them around their heads and start like hanging themselves and at one point during the episode they're just like hanging bodies at the top of the screen oh and like, like oh cool so that's like, fine and like the feet of the hanged men are like playing the banjo <laughs> it's like how much, why? Why, how why, much why? drugs, how much drugs? Um, wow. Jesus. Uh, the cat that laid the golden hairball season two, episode nine. Okay. Season, season one, season one and two are widely beloved. Like people are just like, these are the best episodes. Three. Yeah. It's, there's some nice ones and four five, four and five people are like, you can just, you can yeah. just pass. You
0: know why um, that is?
1: Because uh, John Kate was gone.
0: Yeah, because the director just completely changed. It's but it's funny like that you said like because I I hardly remember the three through five the three through five seasons. Oh, yeah. but I've seen one and two so many times.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Nickelodeon did that too. Once Spumco exited the equation, it just it lost all the magic, right? Um, yeah. the cat that laid the golden hairball. This one stuck out to me because you remember, and suddenly hairballs were <laughs> worth a lot of money in this weird world of this yeah. theirs. And so <laughs> and so Stimpy like licks himself clean to produce these hairballs for Ren, who's made this kind of, like this like factory <laughs> to output hairballs. Yeah. He licks Ren clean in order to kind of keep it going. And but then after all and then he starts licking this what was his name? The Kowalski <laughs> he starts leaking this mm-hmm. Kowalski character, who was this giant man with this horrible, yeah, hairy hair. man. Yes, and and of course you remember this to me is what was so strange. Like he's trying, and his hairball gland is super fucked up, and it's all done. And the Kowalski guy opens Stimpy's mouth and just crawls into his body, <laughs> and just like. <laughs> Like the, the, his mouth over his head, and he just—he's suddenly yeah. wearing Stimpy. Um, it's so funny to me. But to me, speaking of how the the Mad Dog Hoic episode ended, this one was weird. They're like, they're crying because Stimpy's super sick and he's lost his hairball gland. And they're like, you know what happens when a cat loses his hairball, right? His hairball gland, it's all over. And this is a very like dark scene because he's he about exists. to die. And then they're like, it's all over. Yeah, it's over. And they just all get up and start dancing. And then this an episode ends. <laughs> this is a, it's like what if my brain made episodes? It's the oh oh. Um, Stimpy's fan club gets an honorable mention. Season two, episode ten. I really loved it. I just I, to me I remember loving like Ren dressed up as Stimpy in his little machine costume, going up to the door. And but um, we need to give some time to a very very special episode. Season two, episode twelve. The Royal Canadian Kilted Yaksman. How dare you make that face? You don't know
0: No, I just I, I you can't just say the name of an episode. Like I was saying names of episodes without any context and you didn't immediately know but, what but, they but, were. But,
1: but but the Royal Canadian Kilted Yaksman, that's the that's the the whole episode's about the Royal just, Canadian Kilted Yaksman.
0: It's been it's been so long, Lisa. I so, haven't watched it in the past week.
1: So you're saying that if I were to present the song and sing it, you could not sing along with me the like the our country reeks of trees nothing oh uh, uh, no yeah oh i've i've basically got this song tattooed on my brain oh okay
0: it's a weird tattoo location it's a, but it's okay. a
1: perfect it's a, for, for given the context of the show yeah it's perfect location they're basically these like canadian kilted yaksmen like the arms i don't know, say Armed services of canada or something but they're they're just like they're, the mounties mounties thank you that's a perfect yeah. example yeah and they're out to go claimed uncharted territory and this episode has given me my single biggest hang up in life and that is using the porta potty oh, every no. <laughs> single time i use the porta potty i have a panic attack and it's because of this episode because in one point in this episode Ren is just sitting in an outhouse and he's leaning over and he's taking a dump and then you hear the like sploosh of the poop hitting the water and then out, out from the potty comes a very large spider and it crawls up his back.
0: No! And ever
1: since I saw that as a girl I have the hardest time using any kind of outdoor bathroom. Cause every single, like every time I'm like piss and I run, I just bolt out yeah. of there. I don't pull my underwear up. I don't do anything. I fall out of there <laughs> praying that a spider has not oh. landed on my back. <laughs> but yes, ever since that happened, it has been, it has completely ruined my life. And so I really hate going <laughs> to the bathroom now. I really hate going to the bathroom. Um, out in public. So I'm
0: very grateful that I get a stand up while I pee because <laughs> that I I have never sat down in a porta potty like that because it's a fork and horror show. Well if you have a to go poop,
1: poop and, I mean it's gonna happen. You're gonna yeah. be at the festival and you're gonna I'm have to gonna go be poop there. Sometime. And now All you're gonna think about it too. To. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um well dang it I was really hoping we could sing the, the Canadian kilted Yaksman theme song together, but you don't Sorry. remember it. That
0: I know goes. and I'm gonna get shamed for this because I didn't remember but like I remember in general like I have like these these clips of images in my head that just kind of flash up and everything like that and, like, not, like, a the continuous storyline of them.
1: Yeah, it's just... There were so many... This show is just amazing. Like, I've yeah. I've spent a lot of time going over my favorite moments from, from this show. I think we all have our favorite moments. Um, there were some really messed up things that happened. There was, like, the episode where Rin was a hermit. And do you remember that one, at least? Probably. So crazy. It's just... It's just insane. And so... Ren and Stimpy was an amazing show, an absolutely amazing show. And I really hope that our audience feels the same way because I, I feel like if you're listening to the show, you definitely watched at least one, if not both of these shows. And one of them has to be iconic to you in your childhood. But for me and all of my friends, I think people would be like, Of course this defines you. <laughs> this is yeah, explains so much sense. about why you are you're so and you are.
0: sadistic and you are just Ren incarnate.
1: I am. Well, I've got the I've got the ignorance of Stimpy, the anger of yeah. Ren. And, got the of both and, the, and the charm of George's liquor. So <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm a, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. You got to love this show. I really want to hear from from people like their favorite Ren and right. Snippy moments, their favorite Rocco's moments, because I want to relive these with you guys forever. And like, even if you're listening to the show, this episode, a year, two years after it's aired, still tell us. I want to yeah, know. Please. I want to do this with you.
0: In like, in like, in like six years, we're like, just like, living our lives doing other stuff and all of a sudden somebody's just like comments on the poll on the poll or something like that okay
1: oh hey there but
0: but no I, i this was a great court case i'm super happy that we could do this one finally um I'm really looking forward to people's responses, like you said, um, on this. And again, it's it's one of those things where I'm sure we'd be like, oh, you didn't talk about this. And I'm like, yes, of course not. We couldn't talk about everything. But yeah, share us. You share your favorite moments with us. We love to hear feedback. Yeah. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the, how the polls shake out as well.
1: Yeah. Well, if you, want, if you want to hear me talk about this some more, come to Austin. Buy me a, a whiskey. I'll talk to you yeah, for buy her a whiskey. six hours about yeah. Ryan instant B.
0: Speaking of polls, though, mm-hmm. um, so we did have some results from last week. Um, from our last court case, uh, Creed versus Limp Biscuit. Oh,
1: gross.
0: (laughs) Um, and so this was a weird one because like, I feel like on the Facebook one, like people weren't quite sure whether we were saying which one's better or not. Um, the Twitter one, I made it very clear. I said like, which, like I said, poll and I said, which is worse? Like just immediately. Mm -hmm. So they knew like, and then it said, which are these, are you sentencing to prison? So the Facebook poll came out 59% to 41% Creed. Mm Mm-hmm. So they were in favor of sentencing Creed to prison. but again, I'm not positive if everybody understood the, the rules on that one. On Twitter, um, it was 57 to 43 limp Biscuit. Now, so that would technically have it as like a split decision. However, I took, calculated the total votes uh, from both polls, and the total polls between Facebook and Twitter came out to um, 50 to 45. Um, 50 votes Limp Biscuit and 45 votes Creed. Hmm. So Limp Biscuit has officially been sentenced to life in prison.
1: Adios Durst, you're the worst.
0: Keep rolling, 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 rolling.
1: We're... Oh, no. Get out of here. Um,
0: so, 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 yeah, thanks everybody worst. for voting on that. Um, we definitely got – I would say we got a lot more comments on that one because everybody's just like, what the fuck? Why are you doing – like, why is this a choice <laughs> like, that we're having to make? Other ones are like I can't choose, and this one they're like I want to choose both so badly to go to prison.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's oof. they. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would have told you at the beginning of that that Creed and Limp Bizkit were worthy adversaries, but boy were they. They're both. Yeah, they're they're both the very, worst.
0: Like you said, it was super close. Everybody was super into 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 sentencing them to death. Um, so, Lisa, you want to close us out with uh, some where to find us details? For
1: sure. You know that we are on Facebook and. Twitter at 90s court, Instagram at 90s.court. Email us mm-hmm. anytime y'all want to 90s court at gmail.com. Slide yep. into our DMs wherever we are. We are always available to go. listen to you and talk to you. And mm-hmm. uh we love it very much. So, um, and hey, guess what? It's October, so you know what that means. It's starting to get the spooky dookie time.
0: Yeah, we will definitely be having a spooky episode, at least one coming out uh, near the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, we, if we if uh, if we get a wild hair, we could maybe do two, maybe one TV related and one maybe one toy related or something like that, or one yeah. TV related or one TV related and one movie. Um, we'll see though. We've at least got one on, on one planned um, in the upcoming weeks. Sure. So didn't
1: Hocus Pocus um, come out in the '90s? Because that's one we're gonna have it to cover. Did.
0: yeah, I think it was '93.
1: I know at least all of my friends <laughs> would panic if if I didn't talk about Hocus Pocus at some point. Yeah. So that'll be on the. Docket. Yeah, and
0: I think I think Black Case Diaries actually just did a thing on on hocus pocus but it's just it would be tough to know who to pit it against but but yeah they had a great episode on that too so
1: um if i'm
0: wrong on that i'm sorry (laughs) because there's a couple 90s there's a couple shows that do 90s things but i'm pretty sure it was them so um so yeah anyways thanks everybody so much for listening uh we hope you enjoyed this episode um and as always um you can leave us a nice rating on apple podcasts um give us if you can give us five stars that'd be rocking um and then just leave a review just saying like hey, you're neat, or anything else. Um, and also, some feedback on you know how, how you like the audio this week and everything like that, um, how this shook out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have any topics you want us to bring up in the future.
1: Yeah, we're here. Awesome. You guys so, have a good week.
0: Yep. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next week.
1: Adios. Bye, guys.